Hey people, how are you? I'm so sorry I didn't get to make the live last night. By the time we got home, it was incredibly late. I had about a nine hour trip back from a beautiful part of New Zealand called the Tutakaka Coast, um, past Auckland, about two or three hours past Auckland. So time we got back, it was very late. So, hey, welcome back to Lisa F. Miller's vlog. And today's vlog or live is about being calm. And this came up over the weekend. We were discussing how to get to that space of calm, how to bring back that homeostasis and that peace and calm and in those tricky times. And some people gave me some feedback. So what I'm going to be doing, and I started this morning, is a new thing called calm, C-A-L-M, consciously aware, aware, living in the moment, and it's a meditation and a little sort of 10-minute journaling at the end. Hi, Kirsty, how are you? So I'm going to be doing that every morning for two weeks on my business page. So if you head to Network Nurture business page and like it, you'll get the notification. I can't invite anyone and I don't think you see the notification if you don't like it. But I want to talk about calm. So calm is created not the way we often think. What we do is we think if we, if we do something, we'll have something and then we'll be calm. So we're pushing and forcing to get our jobs done and we're doing, and then we'll have the money we need to go away on the weekend and then we'll be calm and peaceful. But actually, when we're calm, things get created in a different way. When we're calm and when we're in a space of the homeostasis and our brain is clear and we're not resisting or reacting and aligning and agreeing, it's a lot easier to create. And we end up creating in flow and about 10 years ago, I had no idea what flow was. I thought flow, I was just like, what is this thing flow? Because I wasn't creating out of a calm space. I was creating out of force and push. And I'd have my moments of peace and calm, but mainly inside I felt anxious, frenetic, and not really connected to myself, my body, or, or things around me like nature even, because I was pushing and forcing. And when you look at the science behind it, it is way easier when you are calm in this moment to actually visualize and create what you want to come into your life. Because what we're doing normally is the opposite. We're either in the future, trying to force or push, and I've got to get that done by then, or we're back in the past. And what we're doing is we're just creating more of the past. So when we're in those spaces, the calm is, comes from more of a forced place. Like, like, oh, if I have a glass of wine, if I go to the beach, I'll feel better. If I light the fire and sit down, I'll be calm. And I get why we do that, because it does relax us and it calms our heart rate, calms our brain. However, what I'm talking about is the space of calm where you're creating out of it day by day, moment by moment. And it's a space of being consciously aware and living in the moment. What do I mean by conscious? It's been out of that 90% unconscious brain patterns and being willing to see what's in front of us and being aware is being willing to see it and acknowledge it and then shift and change or whatever you need to do to make those changes for you to create that calm. And then we have the L is living and the M, excuse me, I'm just gonna have a water, it's a bit hot in here. And the M is living in the moment. And that is not easy to do when we're in our subconscious brain when we're in our brain and our subconscious patterns, we are living in the past, like I just said, or we're living in the future. So we're trying to create for the future all the time. 
but it's actually still the past. Because as we know, those synaptic pathways keep running unless we shift them and rewire our brain and rewire our quantum field around us. Those things just keep happening and then they bring something up in the future that is just another example of it. So it might look slightly different, but it's still the same patterning happening underneath, the same synaptic pathway. So unless we're conscious and aware, it's very hard to live in the moment. And that's what I call calm. And when I'm in that space, I have this calmness, this neutrality. And the neutrality is not like I don't care. It's not like, oh, well, I don't know what to do today. It's just this neutral space of not reacting, not resisting to what's showing up, not aligning and agreeing with the trauma and drama that shows up. And then in that space, being able to really choose and really access me just being. When I'm conscious and aware and living in the moment, I can be. So I could be doing a really tricky task, but I can still be with the task. I could be in the middle of a tricky conversation with my child or a husband or a friend, but I'm still being in that moment. So it's the space of coming back to truly being able to choose, be you and receive what is around you. And yes, it's not always easy to do, but with tools we can come back to that calm space. And again, it's not just having a glass of wine or relaxing at the end of the day in front of the fire. We still have those synaptic pathways running at those times, unless we're conscious and aware. And that's why I've created that acronym, conscious and aware, living in the moment. And why would we want to live in the moment? Because otherwise we are resisting, reacting, aligning, agreeing, or in the past, or trying to get into the future to fix it, which hasn't come yet. And that causes a type of anxiety, as we know, and a pushing and forcing to get there. And living in the past causes all those old emotions, old energies, old thought patterns, just to keep coming up, just to keep being rewired. And of course, we keep creating similar situations. And we may think it's a new job, but actually we have an underlying pattern about lack. So we go into a new job thinking it might be different, but actually what shows up is something similar, even though it's a new job where we can't quite get financially where we want to be. I'm not saying by having a job you can't do that because you can. It's just an example of how we're not being consciously aware and living in the moment. We're often back in the past. So what are some cool ways to do that? Well, there's lots of different ways to get back to that calm space, like I said, with the wine and the sitting in the fire, in front of the fire and being at the beach. And I use those things myself to bring me back to a more gentle space. But how can we really access the consciously aware moment? Number one, questions. Questions take up out of, out of that synaptic pattern and they bring us back to a consciousness and they'll bring us back to a rewiring which will change our future. But they'll have us in the present. Like, wow, I wonder what could show up today rather than resisting and reacting to what is showing up in this second. So they do a bit of what I call moodscaping or someone might call future casting. So they actually get you into your future and changing it, but actually they help you be in that curiosity, that conscious awareness and curiosity now. And that's a great way to create is from now, to be conscious and creating and curious now, not about the past and not about the future. So questions are amazing. And you can also ask, show me my way to be calm. I wonder what it would take to be calm. 
I wonder what it would take to be consciously aware now. That's another tool that will help you see when you are, because sometimes we don't realize we're doing it. We don't do it enough that we don't realize we're doing it. I now know when I'm not doing it because I'm conscious a lot of the time of what I'm thinking, my actions, and what's showing up. But if you're not quite conscious yet of it and you're like, I don't know what she means about subconscious patterns, I'm just doing what I'm doing, you could ask, show me how to be consciously aware. And you will show yourself how to do that. And what's another way to do it? Well, people have many ways to become conscious. They might use yoga, the breathing, the breath of life. There's lots of breathing practices that will bring you back to being consciously aware. And that's why these things have been around thousands and thousands and thousands of years, because they knew and they still know that these things work and they take us out of the future trying to fix it trying to bring it forward in a force type of way, and they take us out of the past where we're sitting in old limiting patterns. So any type of breathing work and yoga is gonna make a huge difference to being consciously aware and living in the moment. But sometimes what happens is we leave the yoga and we haven't actually, we can't do that all day, so that those other tools will support that. But that'll bring you to that space so you can keep staying in that space if you don't know how to do it by yourself. And what's another tool? Types of meditation. And there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of types of meditations. Ways to do that that will bring you back to be consciously aware and living in the moment. And have you not in your head, but shifting out of your head. Shifting into being an infinite being with infinite knowing, being and perceiving because that's who we truly be. And I'm starting, I started this morning, as I said at the beginning, I think, about a meditation I'm doing every morning. It's at 6.30 tomorrow on my business paid network nurture. So that's another way to bring you back to being consciously aware, living in the moment. So I'd love to see you there if you choose to do that. And what I'm doing at the end is 10 minutes of journaling. Could even be less. So this morning we just took one tiny tool called moodscaping and we wrote three things that we've been asking for that we're really clear we know are congruent with us and we'd like to show up. And there's many ways to use this and there's many other ways to journal. So every day it might be a slightly different journaling I'd get you to do. So journaling is another amazing way of bringing you back to calm and peace. Because what it does, it goes into the basal ganglia part of the brain, which does the problem solving. But it also dumps old patterns. So if you do a brain dump and write down all your stream of consciousness around a topic, it will just shift some of those things out of your head so they no longer exist. So journaling is another neat way to stay consciously aware and living in the moment. And again, like I just said before on the meditation this morning, you can use it to create your future too. Because if we use the tools of quantum physics and neuroscience, we can trick the brain to believe something is here now. And what it does then, it brings us into gratitude, it brings us into the present moment, so it can show up more quickly in a fun, more flowing way. And again, the next thing that brings us back to calm space, consciously aware and living in the moment, is gratitude. When you're in gratitude, you can't be angry. You can't be in the past sitting in old pain and trauma and drama. You can't be in your old brain pattern where you're judging your mom or judging your sister or whatever else. And you're not in the future either. 
unless it's that, well, I'm really grateful what's going to show up tomorrow. I'm really excited with what could show up tomorrow. But you're not in the future trying to fix. Gratitude makes us be present to what's happening now or what did happen. So it could be that you go, yeah, I'm really grateful for my mum. Hey, Belinda, how are you? And my mum's passed. And that's okay that it's in the past. Hey, Jilly, how are you? But gratitude will bring you back to a calm space. Hey, Moya, how are you? Gratitude brings us back to being consciously aware, living in the moment. Because you can't be resisting and reacting and defining something or judging something when you're in gratitude. There's no defining. There's no judgment. There's no fighting anything. There's no resisting and there's no aligning and agreeing with what someone else has said. So if someone said, oh yeah, that person's like that, and you align and agree with it, you've taken yourself out of being calm. You've taken yourself out of being consciously aware and living in the moment because you go into a judgment too. You're like, yeah, they are like that and they're really mean or whatever. And we all do this. I still do this sometimes. And I'm like, okay, is that bringing me back to my calm space? Is that bringing me back to um, a place where I can really create my future from without resisting and re reacting and aligning and agreeing? And it's not. So gratitude is a real powerful tool as well to bring you back to being consciously aware and living in the moment. And you could be grateful for a past thing and talk about it now. And it doesn't bring the past thing up as trauma. It just brings up that memory of what you're grateful for about that thing. And when you're grateful, your brain changes the prefrontal lobe changes, and it gets you to see more things that are valuable in your life. So gratitude, as you know, if you're ever on my live, is a massive thing for me, and it's something I practice every day consciously. It's become so conscious that I don't realize I'm doing it most of the time. And that's what we can do. We can rewire our brain to the gratitude is 90% of your day. And we all have those moments. We have tough times and tricky times, but the gratitude will bring you back to calm. And in the calm is the place to create from. They're proving this with science now. It's not the force and the push that really creates. It's not hard work in that way. I work hard, but I'm still in flow. And I've still got gratitude and I'm calm. When you're working hard in the push and force way, we're actually stopping things from showing up because we're exhausting ourselves. We're driving our brain down those old synaptic pathways about life is hard. And boy, work is hard and things are hard and, you know, and there's drama and trauma. So calm is the real space to create from. And even excitement. Excitement is a, is a way in the brain and body can't be held for too long either because there's hormones racing with that. And you know how you have a big surprise and then you go, oh, later on? That's because we can't hold excitement forever. So if you get excited about a new thing, it will get you going, but it won't keep you creating something long-term. Not that heightened sense of excitement, which is a little bit like heightened sense of fear. They're on the opposite thing, but they're still pushing hormones in there that will tire you long-term. So when we're in our calm, consciously aware, living in the moment space, we can just get on with things. We can look at our to-create list and not feel exhausted because we're not pushing and forcing. We're not in trauma and drama when we start our day. So I recommend to you, you find 20 minutes, half an hour in the morning, or whenever it works. You might be, sometimes mine's 11 o'clock, because the kids are off on their things. I've done my exercise, I've done my boot camp or surf, and then I sit down and do my calm space. 
but find some time for you to really access that calm. And it's not necessarily a glass of wine, okay, Jill? <laughs> it's not necessarily just sitting in front of a fire. It's finding that other space where you're shifting out of the brain pattern. Because we can be sitting in front of the fire but ruminating over something that's really hard. Ruminating over something that's not working for us. So sit in front of the fire with a glass of wine and then do your journaling. Write your gratitude journaling. Sit in front with a glass of wine in front of the fire and do whatever you need to do that takes you out of your head. It could be knitting. It could be yoga that works for you to bring you back to calmness. It could be journaling. So there's some tips there, but find some time for you. Because we know when we're in that flappy sort of frenetic space, we make mistakes. We're more likely to crash our cars. We're more likely to forget the thing at the supermarket. These things don't work long term, that push and force or doing it out of anxiety and fear or frenetic or excitement. They don't work long term. But if you can access calm for you, and it looks different for everybody, you will find your day more easy, more flow, you'll have more gratitude, and things will show up that you can't even imagine. Because when we're in ease and calm and gratitude, surprises show up. And surprises show up because we're not in our brain. We're in the present moment and those things. Surprises show up because we're not in the old pattern of, oh, he always does that. He always does that to me. And when we let go of that stuff and we're conscious and aware and we're not in the old patterns, magic and miracles show up. They do for me every day because I'm constantly shifting out of old patterns. Okay? So calm. Here's a question. Show me my calm. Show me how to access my calm and space. Show me how to be consciously aware. I wonder what it would be, take to be consciously aware and living in the moment. Ask them. They rewire the brain, they take the brain and the reticular activating system, which then gets the brain looking for you being calm. Because if you've got a really busy frenetic brain, you don't know how to be calm. Your brain doesn't. You've got to get your brain looking for it. This is science, guys. It's not woo-woo. We need to rewire our brain to be looking for the calm, the conscious moments, the aware moments, and the living in the moment moments. Hey, thank you so much for being on here. It normally will go back to a Monday. It was just because I was away yesterday. Thank you so much. I'd love you to share this round. I'd love you to come tomorrow morning at 6.30 on my Network Nurture page. Bring pen and paper, cup of tea if you want, glass of water. Be warm, somewhere comfy, and yeah. And I'm watch partying it later at, in the afternoon as well. But jump on, start your day in this really conscious way. You will notice a big shift. So even though I've been tired today, I've got a lot achieved, like soup made and work done and washing sorted. And yeah, so lovely to have you on here and take care and we'll speak soon. Bye.